that actually causes more stress inside because I knew I, I was a little concerned that that might be mm-hmm. what you expected from me. And when you're just still trying to figure out who you are and what you like, when you told me if you don't make any money in your first two or three years of being a travel agent, that's okay. You're finding out what it is that you're good at, what you like, and I'm okay with that. And that was such a huge relief to me to hear. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, how to help your wife find herself. (laughs) Oh, my word. And how to check in properly for TSA pre-check, in case you're listening. Oh, Oh, my goodness. This is how it's going to be. Yeah. Do you know how hard... This is why I could never do, like, a, a... a part in Les Mis or one of those other musicals when everybody's singing their own part with other people singing other parts because it's just too jumbled in my head and I would just I wouldn't be able to act as well I'd have to close my eyes and shut everything out so I could focus on what I needed to do I wish everyone could see her face right now it's 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 so funny all right all right here we go we're going on another cruise honey yes we are we're sitting at the airport waiting for our flight And we're so excited. The tricky part for me is the feelings of excitement within my body feel very much the same as the feelings of anxiety and stress. I haven't decided yet if I'm having fun. This question we have right here is actually going to be perfect for where we're sitting right now. Okay. Because we are, this is what cruise for you. Who for this year? But I think we did... I think you're about nine. Yeah, eight, nine, somewhere in there. How did you end up being able to do all these cruises? So in the end of 2019, was just before coming into 2020, which was my 50th birthday year. And our youngest was, uh, at the time, a junior, I think, in high school. Okay. And incredibly self-sufficient, incredibly uh, responsible, and I just really felt like my job as a mom was coming to an end. Yep. Or really was kind of at an end for the most part. And I decided that uh, since I was turning 50, I probably should figure out what it is that I wanted to do now that I'm grown up. Sure. And so in January, I decided to start looking into... Well, first of all, I made a list of 50 things for the 50th birthday year that I wanted to accomplish, do, become, learn about, all that kind of stuff. And so one of those things was figure out what it was that I wanted to do. And I absolutely love cruising. Paul and I, you and I went on our first cruise for our 25th anniversary, and I had so much fun. I caught the cruise bug and decided that I was going to tell everybody that I knew that they needed to go on a cruise. And so I'd send them to my friend, Chandra, who helped us book our cruise. And so in January, I was thinking, you know, I wonder what it would take to become a travel agent. And instead of referring people out to someone, why can't I just do it? Instead of telling people you got to go do this and then them either booking it on their own or sending them to my friend, why can't I just do it? So I looked into it. 
and decided to become a travel agent. And how's it worked out so far for you? Well, we've been on a lot of cruises, so it's worked out really, really well. So here's why I asked you that question, because this question came around yesterday. Okay. My wife has lost herself because she was busy being a wife and raising children. What are some things that she can do or I can do for her that will get her back to finding out who she is? Oh, that's such a good question. My wife told me the other day she doesn't know who she is anymore. Oh, that that reminds me of before I made this list of what I was going to do. I remember driving in the car with you and telling you, I just don't feel like I have a purpose anymore. Yeah, you don't know who you are anymore. Yeah, and that is so true. Being home for 26 years with four kids, no outside work or purpose outside of the kids. No. And so it really was for me taking the time to actually, I think I was motivated first of all by, it was my 50th birthday year. That's a pretty big deal. And so I decided to come up with 50 things that I wanted to accomplish in that year. So whether that was figure out what it was that I wanted to do, figure out what I was passionate about, figure out what I loved doing. And I actually discovered several things that year. Uh, One of my goals was to do 50K worth of 5Ks. A 5K is 3.12 miles or something like that. Um, And of course, we all know 2020 was kind of a big wash because that's when the whole world shut down because of COVID. But I still decided that I was going to accomplish my goals regardless of if the world was shut down or not. So I started my travel business the weekend that we were told to stay home and stay safe. But I really think that just sitting down and making a list of things to try. I had no idea if I was going to like being a travel agent. I had no idea if I was going to like doing 5Ks. That word right there is actually important. The things you're going to try. You didn't actually know yet. You didn't have to make a decision based upon the very very first experience. Right. And you were willing to try lots of things. Yes. That would be the the most important recommendation I would say that this husband could offer his wife, which is give her permission to try and fail. She doesn't yes. have to know immediately. And that's going to cost you money and time and energy and effort. But it takes a while to figure out kind of who you are and what you're about. Right. That's a good one. I'm trying to think of if there was any questions that you asked me that were helpful. I think something, and this is just kind of on the tip of my brain, and so you can elaborate on this because I'm I'm not going to get it right, but you said something to me or talked to me about something in the vein of liking, you may have liked something in the past, and you might like something now, and it's okay if you don't like it in the future. Can you explain that a little bit? Because I'm I'm not getting it quite worded right, but that was incredibly helpful for me when you explained that to me. Yeah, tastes change. There's things that I liked when I was 18 years old, which I don't like anymore. I can remember when we first had kids, and I called you one time from Target going, honey, honey, diapers are on sale. Should I pick some up? As an 18-year-old, I never would have gotten excited about diapers. Right. I was excited about car stereos and, you know, things like that that 18-year-olds are supposed to be excited about. So as we go through life, our tastes, our preferences, our experiences change, and that is okay. So we are allowed to, to enjoy something or be good at something now and 
not have to be doing that 20 years from now. So you're, you can follow kind of where your heart takes you with some of that. Right. I, and I think that was really helpful for me because at the time I was feeling like I'm just done being a mom. Yeah. And I felt kind of guilty about that. Sure. But you said, it's okay that you feel that way. It doesn't make you bad. It's not a flaw in your character. You have done the job. You enjoyed it yeah. when the kids were younger yeah. and when, when they needed you yeah. and all of that. And now it's time for you to figure out what it is that you enjoy for yourself. Sure. So that was incredibly helpful for me to recognize and understand that just because I was good at something or I enjoyed something in the past, it's okay for me to not enjoy it now. Yeah. We grow, we change. Yeah. And it it doesn't mean there's a character flaw or that you're a terrible person. So for sure... Just kind of writing things down, just yeah. kind of making a list of here are things that I want to try or learn or I'm curious about. Yeah. Um, and then actually trying things and being okay to fail. Yeah. Um, oh, you might try something and find out you absolutely love it. I found out that I absolutely love doing mud runs and obstacle courses. You didn't know that 10 years ago. No, but I do not like doing just regular plain old 5Ks or half marathons or that kind of stuff that's just plain boring walking on a road or whatever. I love the change in, in the mud and through obstacles and up and down and around and constant something going on. Yeah, it makes my heart happy to see your heart happy. Yeah. That is... That is something that I've been trying to help you understand. When you're happy, it makes me happy. It brings me joy and pleasure to watch you experience pleasure in all sorts of ways. Right. And as a husband, I want to create avenues and ways for that to be easier for you, not harder. I want to remove the obstacles that get in the way. Sometimes those obstacles have been internal for you. Yes. Self-doubt. Yes. um, Scarcity stuff. Right. Those kind of things that get in the way. And I get to gently and kindly help you figure out how to become the best version of yourself at 51 years old. Right. Or three years ago at, you know, 48 years old. Right. One of the things that was really helpful for me that you did was when you would notice that my energy had changed or I had been doing something, whether that was doing a mud run or hanging out with people or making cards or whatever it was that I didn't realize this, but my energy would shift and I would just apparently talk and talk and talk about it and and just be like just a change in personality. You'd come alive. And so having you um, say to me, do you notice how alive you are right now? Do you notice how excited you are right now? And I truly didn't notice that until you pointed it out to me. So that might be something that her husband can help he can just notice and be aware of when she does certain things, how much energy that gives her and how that makes her feel and say, did you notice that you are more energized after you've hung out with these people or after you've done this particular thing? Yeah. And um, that will help her go, oh, yeah, maybe I do really enjoy doing this. And and it's just not something that that she's aware of. I know I wasn't aware yeah. of that. Yeah. So that is incredibly helpful when you notice the things that are energizing me and filling my cup. Good. And good, good. so that's just another just another thing that can be done. You get to have the real life practical version stories of this. Can I give a tool that's actually yeah. helpful for people to sure. kind of figure out how they're wired, what they want to do, what's important to them? Yep. 
there's a four circle Venn diagram. Okay, so picture a clock. So there's a circle at 12, 3, 6, and 9, and they all kind of intersect in the middle. That's a Venn diagram. Okay. The top circle is love. These are the things you love to do. I mean, I, I, it's, it just makes me so happy. I love doing it. Okay. The circle at 3 o'clock is needs. Is this what the world needs? Is it, a, is it a service or a product that the world needs? At 6 o'clock, it, it is, can I get paid for it? Does, is there enough value in it that someone will pay me to do it? And then the circle at 9 o'clock is, am I good at it? Am I really, really good at it? Those are the four things that go into figuring out what you're going to do. Because if you go from the love to the need from 12 to 3 o'clock, if you find something that you love to do and the world needs it, that's a mission. I'm on a mission to accomplish something. Right. If you can find something that the world needs but and they'll pay you for it, that's, that's, a, like... that's a vocation. Yes. Okay? That's a job. I, that, I can do that as a vocation. If you find something that you're really good at and you can get paid at, so this is from the 6 o'clock to 9 o'clock circles, then that is a profession. Okay, I, I'm just I'm good at it. It's easy, and I can get paid for it. That is a a profession. And then if you can, from the n- nine o'clock to the twelve o'clock, I'm good at it, and I love doing it. That's a passion. So I, I'm passionate about it. Doesn't mean I'll get paid for it. Doesn't mean the world needs it. But I love it, and I'm good at it. The sweet spot is when you can find where all four of those circles intersect, intersect. where you can do something you love. You can do something that the world needs. You can figure out figure out a way to get paid for it, and it's something you're naturally good at. Those are the four things that start asking yourself over and over and over again. Huh. So, for instance, mud runs. You love doing mud runs. I do, and that's that goes from a nine to a, to the twelve. So I'm yep. passionate about it, and I love it. So but I don't get paid for you it. You can't get paid for it, and the world doesn't need it. And the world it. doesn't, well, I might beg to differ on that, but you're right. The world doesn't need it. No, no, no. But that's a passion. You're good right. at it, or you're getting good at it. Right. Yep. Making podcasts. I mean, we could suggest that the world needs that, yes. And we don't get paid for making our podcasts, but if we could figure out, that's a vocation. Sure. That's just something that is, is important to our hearts. Now, there's people who are professional podcasters. Right. They're good at it and they get paid for it. That's a profession. So, again, it's a really clear way to start thinking through things. Do I love doing this? Am I good at it? Can I get paid for it? And does the world need it? So, so becoming a travel agent kind of fits in all four of those. Yes, it does. The world needs it. It's a heck of a lot easier to travel when you have someone who's arranging everything for you. You get paid for it, right. which is nice. You love doing it. I do. And you're actually good at it. Thank you. You are you are living in your sweet spot now. Well, that's really that's I had never even thought about that. Because sometimes I wonder, uh, is this just kind of a little passing fancy? But it ticks all the boxes. Yeah, it so, does. Um, yeah, that's great. Yeah, I'm so thankful for this husband who is aware that his wife is going through the next version of herself. Yeah. We've actually said that before. I've been married to three or four different women. <laughs> they all happen to be you. You, me. But they're different versions of you. Right, exactly. It was the single, sexy, beautiful young woman that I married. 
Then it was the mom version of you. Now it is the travel agent version of you. Pretty soon it's going to be the wrinkly old lady version of you. And we're going to lost her mind. Yes, that's going to be fantastic. Yeah, I can't wait to meet her. (laughs) That's so fun. Yeah, I apologize for the versions of me that you've had to go through. Right. We're actually going through a major version change or upgrade for myself right now. And that can be scary and uncomfortable, but essential. Because I am trying to align myself in these four quadrants. I've actually been misaligned in some of these things. And I am actually trying to become the best version of myself. So this husband who wants his wife to be the best version of herself... I'm so thankful for him. And I'm thankful for men who are attuned enough to say, I want to make that happen for my bride. Right. What a beautiful gift to give. She has devoted so much time and energy and, again, losing herself for the sacrifice of her children to help raise the kids so that they are healthy and, and, and cared for while... I'm assuming he can provide for the family. Sure. What an investment. Yeah. More than a 401k. More than the nicest stuff for the newer car and everything else like that. When you've got kids who are good. Yeah. Who are pleasant human beings to be around and they like to hang out with you. Yeah. Holy smoke. Isn't you that cannot, great? You cannot measure the value. Right. In that. It's, it, is, it is priceless. Yeah. I feel like I'm doing a visa commercial. <laughs> But it's a true. Hallmark commercial. It's it's priceless. So if you are listening to this and you're going, wow, okay, I, I need to probably revamp some of this and I need to figure out how to be a better husband in this change of season. Unfortunately, I have sat with too many couples where as soon as the kids are at an age where the wife can now become available for economic contribution to the family, there is this huge pressure, this huge expectation that she get to work and start pulling her weight and and doing her fair share of the financial contribution to the the family income. That actually causes more stress inside because I knew I I was a little concerned that that might be Mm -hmm. what you expected from me. And when you're just still trying to figure out who you are and what you like, because the things that I like now are not the same things that I liked when before we got married. Right. And so um, when you told me, if you don't make any money in your first two or three years of being a travel agent, that's okay. You're finding out what it is that you're good at, what yeah. you like, and I'm okay with that. And that was such a huge relief to me to hear. Yeah. And particularly since COVID, <laughs> that was very helpful. So, yeah. but... Um, yeah. Yeah, so I, I didn't want to I didn't want to have to go throw myself into a job where I was required to be there every single day, all the time, just doing what people told me to yep. do in a menial job just yep. to make some money. When I still had a kid in high school, who I wanted to be available sure. for if needed. Sure, sure. So. This is one of the kind of the day-to-day, down-and-dirty things on how to have a better relationship. When your wife is going into the next version of herself, this is how to be a good husband. This is how to be a good wife when your husband's going through a job change or something else in his life or major, major adjustment to how the family is working. Right. So, um, again... Thankful for this husband. Hope this wife, hope this woman finds her thing. Yeah. Okay, like you found your thing. Yep. That would be so good. That'd be just so exciting for her to find this new version of herself. I can't wait to see how she turns out. Yeah. Anyway, 
that killed about 15 minutes of a two-hour wait for our airplane. Yep. We'll have to record a few more here. So probably the next few episodes, everybody, are going to be with this kind of background. Yep. Because we're traveling. Yep, and that's just fine. Two birds, one stone thing. So thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next time. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.